Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited to bring you this episode today because I get to talk with Grady. Grady is a musician out in Los Angeles. I came across Grady's music when I was uh, writing one night and I was writing some notes. I was kind of reflecting and uh, I was listening to a SoundCloud playlist and I came across some of the catchiest tunes that I've come across in a long time. And I'm like, who the heck is this? And it was Grady. And uh, I just got really into his music, listening to his stuff over the last few weeks. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to reach out to him and have a conversation because I bet you he's a cool motherfucker. And guess what? He's a cool motherfucker. This podcast was super awesome. We clicked right away. We talk about uh, the creative process. You know, musicians, obviously, are some of the most creative people in the world. And we talk about how health and wellness relates to being creative. And the more you're in, in touch with that, the more creative you can be. The more you can be in touch with your inspiration, your intuition. We talk about being comfortable uh, not knowing what the future holds and enjoying the present moment it was a fun conversation and i, I was uh, I'm a bigger fan now of grady because i got to know him a little bit on, on this level and i hope all you guys enjoyed the podcast i know you will and listen to grady's music because it's freaking awesome it's super catchy and relatable go to soundcloud and check out grady spotify itunes g-r-a-d-y check out his instagram at who invited grady and without further ado, here's the podcast. Hope you enjoy. Hell yeah, man. Grady, thank you so much for coming on my show. I'm a huge fan. I stumbled upon you. I don't even know how, but I love your stuff, dude. Glad to talk to you. Well, wow, that's so cool. I'm glad that the first 15 seconds of us ever communicating is being recorded. 100%. How to, weird is that? I have to say this is this is probably the first time this has ever happened. Maybe second time this has ever happened in my life. When the no first preparation. 15 seconds, first 15 seconds you talk to somebody, it's recorded. Yeah, we just hop right in. No pressure, dude. But anyway, hey, dude, let's get back to talking a little bit about uh, the show that you were just watching because that piqued my interest a little bit. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of happenstance. I'm just bouncing files. And uh, yeah, it takes a minute. So while they're bouncing, there's not much to do <clears throat> on my like I can't use Ableton while while it's bouncing. So uh, I I checked out the show. I I always try to watch things that uh, that everyone else isn't because I I kind of get the gist of of what's going on uh, through everyone else. But I I stumbled on this German show called How, How to Sell Drugs Online in parentheses fast and. Uh, and it's about this kid. I think he's like a, a sophomore or junior in high school. And, and uh, his girlfriend went and studied abroad in America for a year. And she comes back and breaks up with him because she wants to, like, you know, figure herself out and, like, kind of, you know, be, be her own person for a second. Uh -huh. uh, and he notices that she started taking ecstasy. So he's like, well, fuck, maybe if I, like, give her some ecstasy, she'll she'll see that I'm not like this nerdy kid and I'm, I'm down to have some fun. And, uh, he goes and buys, buys some drugs. And, uh, one thing leads to another shit goes horribly. And, uh, and he has to sell this massive quantity of drugs that he's gotten, but he has no way of selling it. Cause he's, you know, just this, this tech nerd. Um, uh -huh. but, uh, you know, it, it like kind of dives into 
uh, like e-commerce and Shopify sh- stores and, and like uh, Instagram and how we're, we're all addicted to social media. And, and it's, I mean, just the way, the way that it represents uh, our, our generation and like, and how we interact with one another and how, how we interact with ourselves. It's, it's probably the most accurate that I've seen. And it's interesting because it's like, it's not a popular show here whatsoever. And, uh, and I have to say it's, it's probably the most relatable thing that I've seen. Yeah, dude, that's such an interesting topic to come up with the first 15 seconds of talking to you because I am very passionate and adamant about discussing the way that we communicate with one another and how in corporate America, it's so freaking disconnected. Well, yeah, it's it's more about how we don't communicate with one another. Yeah, totally. Like we don't, we, we literally don't know how to anymore. It's, and you know, I like, I like, I like to think I'm an optimist and like, we're going in the right direction and sometimes at some points, but like when I see people in, you know, for example, I'm, I'm an educator, right? So I was in the teaching industry for a long time and like, you see these teachers go to work and they're so like unhappy because of whatever stipulations and then they're following all these bs vanilla rules that kind of restrict them from being themselves as far as like their teaching and the way they communicate is off everybody's finding something to to bitch about and complain about and next thing you know they're not excited about coming to work anymore so they're just kind of like moseying on through the day and they're not being enthusiastic and the kids don't get quality teachers and like the hiring process everyone's so sensitive you got to make sure that you know, you document everything and you got to be careful what you say. It's really, really like, it's a really interesting time. That's for sure. I, I think what it is, I mean, I, I have, you know, my two cents on the education system. I didn't really fit into it, um, into the traditional education system. And I, I think one of the main things that I recognize as an issue is, is uh, just how, uh, how designed it is for the mass. It's, it's not, it's not specified, you know? And, right, right. and when you, when you lack specificity, you, you kind of lack your humanity and you lose, you lose that, you know, it's, it's a very sterile environment a lot of the time. And, and, you know, I, I feel that like, I felt the most connected to my teachers that like would allow you to go to the bathroom whenever you needed to, or like would, would cuss in their classes and like, you know, kind of broke, these little rules that made you realize that they were people, you know, because I think, I think what it is, it's, it's this, it's this, you know, given this take where the kids are getting less interested because the teachers are getting less interested in in the, you know, there's this, this uh, etching at one another, like you're, you're, you're kind of clawing at at, at each other's uh, lack of interest and like, Mm -hmm. you know, getting farther away from, from having an engaging environment. Yeah, totally. And that's and that's the thing right there, an engaging environment, one where we yeah. kind of influence each other in a positive direction so that we could add value to the world. And that's like that's where I go. So I always think about and I ask the questions, then if you don't want to be here and I don't want to be here, then what the hell are we doing this for? Let's take a step back and look at this from a bigger perspective. It's like, well, by law, kids have to be here. And, and as a, 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 you know, as a passionate instructor, like my, my thing is to get kids thinking about life in a different way, as opposed to hating the Monday through Friday grind and then living for Friday. It's, it's the worst thing. And then yeah. it just, it just sets them up for, uh, you know, going into college with this like fear-based mindset, like, oh my God, I got to get a job and I got to make sure I pay my bills and fund my existence. And, you know, it's like, what am I going to be okay doing with the rest of my life? The truth is, man, you need to 
you know, take time to, to relax and, and understand like what you are about and how you want to add value and how you want to grow. And it's not so much about like all oh, the deadlines and, and the testing scores. And it just, it teaches people to kind of start living out their life in fear. It's really, it's really hard when you're in that developmental process and, 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 and balancing those hormone levels. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's um, pretty wild. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, go, it's, go ahead. It's... What are you going to say? Well, I just remember, <clears throat> I remember what, <clears throat> what I felt like in high school and, and it wasn't, it wasn't that I felt alienated. It was just that I felt that what people were concerned with was so handed to them, you know, mm -hmm. and it was like, they never really thought for themselves because everything had been told to them, like what was important and what. Right. You know, was going to be important and what what they needed to do in order to, to be successful. But it's like, you know, you get older and you realize that everyone is just kind of figuring it out for themselves. Like, totally. I always I always say that we're at any given moment in our life, we're either doing something that we want. We're either doing what we want or we're doing something that we don't want in order to get to what we want. But the problem is that, like most people. I don't even mean kids in high school. I think, I think kids in high school, a lot of the time have maybe, maybe not uh, as forward thinking of, of ambitions, but at least they have like a vision, you know? Sure. Like if you ask, if you ask a, a group of 116 year olds, what they want to be, I guarantee you that there's, there's going to be a lot more diversity in their answer than, than someone 10 years older than them, because they haven't been limited that they're, 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 uh, like their scope of what's possible hasn't been limited yet by the world telling them what they can and can't be. So like when I was 16, I was like, I'm going to be a marine biologist. Like that's the shit I want. I want to be around, uh, around, you know, animals every day in the ocean diving and, and, and helping with conservation. I was like, you know, in, in bio classes and, and, uh, you know, just really interested in, in, in like the exploration of, uh, of marine life. But then like, I realized what, what it took to get there. And I'm like, you know what, I'm not, I'm passionate about the outcome, but I'm not passionate about, you know, the steps that it takes to get there. And, sure. um, you know, for me, I just realized that like, I wanted to create things and I, I wanted to, you know, kind of live unconventionally, um, and, and create unconventionally. But, but the, the problem is, you know, for most kids in high school, like at least that I've seen, um, it's not that they don't know what they want to do. It's that what they're thinking they want to do is an end goal and not so much the in-between, you know, like I didn't consider when I was 16, the, the, you know, 10 years of college that it would take just to get into what I was doing. And I'm like, well, I don't like, you know, studying. I don't, I don't like this. Shit. Right. It's just going to be 10 more years of that. And, uh, you know, it, it really does take like, forward thinking and, and, and being able to, you know, look down the pipeline five or 10 years and, and decide, is this something that I would be happy putting in the work for every single day? Yeah, the totally, man. The problem is, and, and the reason why, you know, there's such a lack of engagement in, in high school and even college is because college less because you have a lot more, you know, free choice of, of what you're going to take, but is that there's these prerequisites and there's, there's, required classes that you know you you have to be taking in order just to graduate that you know not everyone is going to be interested in 
it's it's that lack of specificity that like really weighs down on people yeah man totally it's a, it's an interesting time man and you know you're how, how old are you by the way 25 25 and yeah. you have a very like forward ways of thinking you know for a 25 year old you know i'm around a handful of younger younger people and mm-hmm. you know they don't think along those lines. So it's interesting that you mentioned like you want to create things. And I feel like when you create things, it's just another form of love manifesting itself in, in another way. Um, how how did you start thinking about going down the music path and uh, understanding that the grind of of making music and becoming a musician and building a brand was something that you wanted to do day to day? Yeah. Um, I mean, I live in L.A. and here it's like everyone is living in a dream world at least that I interact with for the most part like this isn't it doesn't feel like reality you know you you meet people that like they they pay their bills by by telling people to buy shampoo you know and like and like have have all these these crazy jobs that didn't even exist 10 years ago and like being being a musician is is uh, a lot more than just like making records I, I don't know that for me, it's like most, most people that I meet that want to be musicians, like they want to do it because the idea of it is exciting. But if you took away the income or you took away the recognition or you took away, you know, any of these external, uh, things that come along with, with creating, um, a lot of the time you'd lose interest or you'd lose, you'd lose faith. You know, a lot of people Mm -hmm. stop creating, or stop pursuing it because you know they're not making enough money to do it or they get burnt out of like not uh, having enough people appreciate it or whatever it is but yeah every everyone that i know that's successful um and that i look up to or respect they never did it with any intention of anyone paying attention to them like for me it's it's like i defer from going to therapy by just writing and by, you know, creating out of, out of the experiences that I have. Like it's a, it's a therapeutic, very cathartic experience, just making uh, music for me. And like, it doesn't matter if, if I was, you know, I'm, I'm lucky that I get to, I get to make a living off of it. But like, if I wasn't, I would still be doing it, you know, like it's, it's ingrained in me. And, um, I just decided, you know, when I was like 18 or 19 that however I was going to make it work, I was going to make it work. Um, and it's, it's been crazy. I mean, like it's definitely not been conventional and I, I, I don't know if everyone would, would like to <laughs> live the way that I've lived. Um, but you know, it, it's, I think it's the unpredictability that keeps, that keeps me interested. You know, like I, I just didn't ever want to know everything about what I was doing. And I think music is a great, uh, occupation for that because like, you know, you, you really do make the biggest strides and you do get the farthest in your music when you aren't really listening to anybody before you listen to yourself and that voice inside your head and that, you know, like writing, writing and creating from, from a a place of truth and, um, vulnerability before you ever consider, the impact that it would have on somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, that dude, that's crazy. Like you said something there that a lot of people 
like may not want in their life. You said what keeps you going is the unpredictability. And that's something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. Cause usually I have like, you know, a th- you know, th- three months of something that I want to get done in that time. And yeah. then I'm thinking about, you know, a, a, a year or whatever, like, I'm in that point right now where you, I, where, where what you just said, like, I, I don't know what the heck is going to happen in the future. And, yeah. uh, I kind I kind of dig it, dude. I kind of dig it. Cause you, you know what? Like you become your authentic self. You're not outcome oriented and like you're, you're living day to day. You, you know, I, I have, you know, big dreams and big goals, but it's not going to happen overnight. And I love that. I love that. What you just said. It's so, so powerful. It's yeah. Pretty mature. Um, I'm paraphrasing here and it isn't something I, maybe wholeheartedly agree with but i definitely think there's simplicity to it i uh i heard from this guy tony robbins one time that tony robbins the uh amount of fulfillment or happiness that you'll find in your life is directly proportional to the amount of uncertainty that you're willing to live with Ooh, yeah powerful we're gonna yeah. have to meditate on that one for a little bit that's yeah interesting. i mean really really think about that like the idea that it, it, even in like in your relationship, if it if it becomes predictable, like if your partner becomes predictable and you know exactly what you know your conversations are going to be, their day is going to be like, your sex life is going to be like, if 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 all of that becomes predictable, it becomes stagnant, it becomes stale. You know, mm-hmm. you have to stay excited by by people and by this uh, person that you're dating. You know, they have to. Yeah. You have to be constantly bewildered by it, or, or it'll become boring. Anything sure. and and, and what that lends itself to is, is kind of what you were saying earlier about like how you don't know what's going to happen and like um, what, what limits people a lot of the time from, you know, actualizing their potential and like being the person that they want to be and that they can be is, is fear more than anything else. Like mm-hmm. you said something along the lines of like creating out of love and manifestation. And like, yep. I always say that there's only two choices in any given scenario and it's fear or love you know you're either acting out of fear or you're acting out of love and yeah do you i have i have an acronym for uh what fear stands for i don't know if you ever heard this but this is from paul check he says fear is just false evidence appearing real yep yeah i've heard that before yeah uh it's uh it's it's, it's you're, you're right love or fear and i think that if we trust that you know, our consciousness is made of love. I know it sounds super hippy dippy and what I Dude, think the cosmos I, are made uh, up of. Say that again? I, I just like, I think it's so funny when people like pass off, you know, like hippie. What, yeah. Just like hippie. I'm like, you know, because I, I, I used to be the same way. I'm like, dude, like these guys are just so detached from reality. And, and, uh, you know, I started thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? All my friends that you know kind of abide by that set of rules and that lifestyle like they're a lot more content and a lot happier than all my other friends you know because their their happiness doesn't come from anything external and their fulfillment doesn't come from anything external like they found it within themselves and then it emanates out into what they're doing into what they create until into like you know a life of abundance and it's so funny that we like kind of disregard these people just because they might live unconventionally or like, you know, <laughs> be dirty, whatever, whatever yeah. it is. Like the, the, the thing is, I, uh, I don't know, I guess recently I just realized that there is some validity to it. Like 
those those guys like they really are on to something i i think so you know like i i think i know i, I get i get a little weird and I, this is the thing i say hippy dippy because like there's a lot of people out there that have this tunnel vision approach and they don't take a step back to understand like the, the bigger picture here you know it's like what are we doing our day-to-day for like we're either trying to develop ourselves develop our community develop relationships create shit so like it ultimately adds value mm-hmm. or it doesn't add value and you are you know at equilibrium with being or you're in like a, a negative state or you might be in a heightened state whatever whatever it is but i just feel like making sure that you act out of love, you act out of good intent, that stuff has ripple effects. And, you know, you're you're more likely to, to, to create or manifest an environment that's more attractive to you mm-hmm. if you're putting out quality and value to the world. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, anyway, so like, I stumbled upon your music, and I really, I really dig it. it, it, it I like to say like, when I when I come across stuff like yours, it, it lights up my soul. Hell right yeah. now, I'm I'm listening to uh, I'm listening to the Khalid album, the Free Spirit album, and I I know it came out in February, but I've been that that music has been really lighting my soul. And then I you know I came across your stuff the last few months, mm-hmm. and I just sit there and you know I do my thing and I write, and it's really really getting me going. Mm-hmm. So what are so, what are some of your your or who are some of your influences, and and how do you go about the songwriting process? And making music, uh, I mean, start wherever. I, I'm, I'm totally interested in however your process is. Cool. Um, yeah, honestly, like, it's always been such a natural thing for me that I never really thought about it. Uh, I'm like, I'm eating toast. That's all good. You do your thing. You're so good. <laughs> um, so. I've, I've never really put much thought into uh, the process of, of like making the music that I do because I don't know. It's like instinctual. It's like a lot of the times we assume that the traits that we have and the person that we are, are these universal traits. And like, this is just how things are, you know, like you can't see the painting when you're standing in it type shit. And yeah, um, I, yeah, I never, I never really took the time to like, uh, analyze what it, what it was that I was doing or how I was going about creating, you know? Um, but then, you know, I started recognizing that the way that a lot of my friends worked was vastly different than how I was with, than how I was, you know, creating the process by which I was like getting to the same point. And, um, so I guess for me, like, as far as influences go, it really is, uh, pretty, pretty random. Like there's not, there's not a single person that I try to channel regularly. I'd say that like my friends and like my peer group are probably my biggest influences because I'm around them so much, you know, like proximity is power and and whoever you're, you're regularly associating with, like you're inevitably going to become more or less. And so, I definitely sure. Are they right? Are they writing music and performing artists like you as well? Yeah. Cool. I'd say, I'd say 98% of the people in my life are creatives. Awesome. Yeah. Dude. Great. Maybe it's like, sing, 
singers and writers hang out with singers and writers, comedians no, I need, hang out with comedians. I need more. Is it like a, I need more pragmatists in my life. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, there's there's so much fantasy here. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's you know, technically the bottom line reason why I reach out to people like you because I wanna I wanna capture a little bit of what ignites you and share it with people that I that come across you know my path, whether that be through any one of my modalities of educating, which podcasting, my my classes, my 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 students, my athletes, whatever the heck it is. But yeah, ultimately, I need more pragmatics in my life too. So this is it's great. Yeah, I mean. I think I think what I'm trying to say is like the most important relation that the, the most important relationship that we have in our lives is with ourselves. Like this we're we're with ourselves twenty four hours a day. And mm-hmm. the music for me is an extension of myself that I've figured out and I'm still figuring out every day through other people. Like for me the, the best mirror that we have is, is other people and the people that we, mm-hmm. you know, associate with, because like, it's, it's, you know, so obvious to see the kind of person that you are, um, when it's how you interact with other people. You know, I learn the most out of the relationships that I have and the relationships that I've had. And I think that's the basis for a good amount of the music that I make is just like, you know, this internalization of, of the self, um, through other people. Yeah. Do you find yourself mentoring a lot of people or, or do you have like mentors that have been around the block and are you around those type of people a lot as well? Um, I have right now I'm, I'm in a pretty isolated bubble. Um, it's been the most routine that my life has been um, for like a year, you know, Mm. these last few months, I found a few people that I love and I respect a bunch and they pretty much take up like 70% of my time right now. Mm. And then it's cool, you know, because I work with myself the most, but I found a few people that, you know, we complement each other so perfectly that it doesn't make sense for me to be doing anything else right now. Mm. But it's all about riding waves. You know what I mean? Like you just kind of got to stay on something until it doesn't feel natural anymore and then move on. The problem with um, a lot of people's processes or at least like even beyond that is that when something goes stale, they, they try to push through it instead of changing something up. You know, mm. as soon as I hit a roadblock, either creatively or in a relationship or in life, like I try to do a drastic change. I try to, I try to change something, you know, really big so that I can, you know, have a different perspective on what it is that, uh, that I'm trying to get in life and what, what it is that's stopping me from, um, you know, moving forward. Do you find that when you make those changes that there's a a bigger change in the style of your music or a a different direction in your songwriting? Yeah, but with my music, like the stuff that I put out is all under a, you know, an, an expanding umbrella, but still an umbrella, right? Like mm-hmm. I haven't, 
haven't put anything out yet that's a massive risk. They've all been pretty um, digestible records. And yeah. I think I think what what drives me and what I see um, like moving the needle is is trying to take risks and, and stay uncomfortable, like stay in an uncomfortable space in in life and, and in your creation, in your process. Like that's that's what I try to do, at least. Mm. Yeah, dude, I like it. I like it. It's it that that will give people more of like, uh, you know, com- comfortable being uncomfortable, really. I know that's a cliche saying, but like when they when when people hear someone like you saying things like that, it's like, oh, OK, well, this guy's doing it, making himself challenged, you know, along the lines of some sort of, you know, passion project and, and vocation and legacy that you're building. But, you know, it's okay. Do you now, how do you manage that? Do you, because that that can kind of put you in a fight or flight state more or less if you're kind of on your toes. Do you have meditation practices or do you exercise regularly? What are some of the things you do to kind of like manage those types of uh, thought processes? So right now, um, I don't exercise at all. I don't (laughs) meditate at all in my, my, Diet is probably the worst it's it's been in as long as I can remember. And like I see the mental effects of it because I've kind of like respected and appreciated this wave that I'm in, which is like the most reclusive I've ever been, the most uh, like low energy I've ever been. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is this is like a period of, of my life where I'm like the most subdued that I can remember. And interesting. And I, I think that there's a correlation between, you know, my my sleeping habit, my diet, my meditation pro like all of that. The fact that I'm that I'm letting those things go, I think it's is it's pretty evident like that it that it affects your output. You know what I mean? Oh and totally. Dude today yeah today I ate like shit and I, f- I felt it. I don't normally do that but today like i just started shitty continued to be shitty and like i was so lethargic and i was like it's because uh the quality of my my nutrients are going completely down the the, the hole yeah. for today and the day before but yeah no, go health, ahead. What were you health is wealth and me me saying i eat shitty is is probably pretty insulting to most people i, I mean that like i ate gluten today like i i'm a i'm a fucking healthy eater most of the time so Mm. I never eat candy. I don't really eat dairy. I avoid red meat pretty much all the time. Um, but no, I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not up on my game right now. And I, and I notice that there's, you know, a correlation between my diet and my fitness and my mental health and my outlook. Like my, I, I'm like, I'm like the most, um, well, yeah, I already said subdued, but like this this version of me that I am right now, I feel like I'm in this like metamorphose, like I'm I'm in the cocoon right now, um, in between phases, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, it's nice. Like it's nice because I've never been here before, and I know that it's temporary. Like I don't want to I don't want to go as far as to say it's depression, but like you know, it's it's like this. Uh, mindset is 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 a new it's it's never happened for me before and hmm. 
as, as much as it's, you know, slightly debilitating, it's, it's exciting because it's, it's temporary and it's like something to explore and, and check in with myself about. And so I'm just kind of, I feel like I'm the guy in supersize me right now, like in a less extreme version. And I'm just like kind of going deeper into this rabbit hole and seeing, uh, seeing what, what comes out because, you know, I recognize a lot about myself while I'm doing it. And I think it's, I think it's important to at least like, at least like see something through. Cause I, I, I can, I can see the light at the end of this tunnel right now. And I'm, I'm just kind of appreciating the music that's coming out of it at the moment. Well, that's good. As long as it doesn't affect the, the creative process. No. Like my, my, my thing is always like, if those things aren't on point, your creative process could be in jeopardy, but you seem like you're, I mean, the way that you're speaking right now to me seems enlightened. You're, you're, you're using a lot of vocabulary that's up to like my, like, it's like, it's the, the way that I talk, I, you know, the first little bit I started talking to you, it's like, okay, you're my kind of people. You're talking about unconventional ways of living, living passionately, living unpredictably, um, yeah, I mean, every, like, everyone has a different exploring yourself like that's that's very it's it's self-aware. It's it's very like you're trusting yourself or trusting the process. It's very, very mellow, dude. I, I'm, I'm definitely digging that. That's vibe. I think it shows it shows in your music. That's for sure. Yeah, that's that's really what it's about is is trusting the process, but also navigating it like at a certain yeah. point, you 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 can't let fate be, be the, the one on the steering wheel like you you do nothing, nothing happens, you know, without, without, uh, action, you know, you, you have mm -hmm. to, you have to be taking steps towards the things that you want and, 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 you know, stay conscious of like your experience, you know, cause that's, that's another thing is, is most people just aren't, aren't even ever checking in with themselves. You know, they're, they're completely absent to, to the, the experience that they're having. And so time just goes by and nothing changes. Yep. And, you know, you, you keep you keep thinking that there's these things that you want, but you don't even really want them. <laughs> you know, it's like the idea yeah, no, totally. the idea of Dude, them is, totally. is really appealing, but then you know, you don't wanna you don't wanna put in the work to get it or or you get it and you're like, Oh wait, this isn't what I want. You know, a lot of people think that they want more money. It's like, Well, what would you do if you had more money? You'd probably be doing the exact same thing in a nicer car. And you might be eating better. Like and are those are those two things really like the, the basis of your happiness. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, man, totally. Well said. Um, so are, are you doing any sort of, uh, playing live or is it just studio work and, and writing? Stuff? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing shows intermittently. Um, I'd say this is, this is like the calm before the storm. Um, I'm planning on touring in the fall and then touring indefinitely forever. And, setting good, sale good for you <laughs> um dude good good for you do you i mean you plan on coming all across the, yeah the United States yeah or? i mean that's that's the goal I, I haven't been across the u.s in in years and yeah i i feel like this state of dormancy is is kind of ran its course you know interesting how long have you been how long have you been at it so you're 25 now when did this kind of this roller coaster kind of start uh as grady like as me it started about a year ago, year and a half ago, um, I was living in a studio and my now manager hit me up and was like, Hey, what is going on with all these songs that you're posting on your Instagram and whatnot? And, uh, it's like, you know, to be honest, I, I, uh, didn't really have a, a goal for them. I, I was just creating for the sake of creating. And, um, 
you know, six months later, we released Garden, and from there, it's it's just kind of been a a delight, you know, getting in rooms totally. with, with amazing people and, and getting to, you know, explore myself and, and do what I love. I, I think that's that's really the, the ultimate, you know, success for me is, like, I'm sitting here at my place in, in North Hollywood and just realizing that, like, even if even if I'm not on tour right now, you know, like even even if numbers aren't as as big as you anticipated they would be before you put the songs out, because a lot of the times, like you know, you you have these these giant goals for these records, but like I'm I'm here, you know, I'm I'm in the city that everyone that is making music wants to get to, and that I get to work with some of my favorite people in the world every day, and and that I get to, you know have a roof over my head and, and eat with with such incredible people and just like you know create i'm just surrounded by people that are living in a dream world and, and making it work you know and it's like trying to even explain that to anyone anywhere else is it's like unfathomable because like it yeah, doesn't dude, exist it really doesn't yeah, totally, dude. That's that's gratitude on its highest level. I'm glad that you're saying that on my show, dude. That's some freaking quality information. Yeah, I, I was in I was in Los Angeles for the first time last November, and my wife and I had a freaking blast, man. I feel the energy, and you know, just Nicole. going down. I went to the comedy. I went to the comedy. Oh, show, awesome! One of the dude, one of the best times ever. One of the best times. I crossed paths with so many like A list comedians, man. Just really quality individuals. Yeah. Yeah, that place that place really uh always has a, a pretty sick lineup. Every time that I've been it's 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 been like my favorite comedians. And they they, oh, they don't even know. bill them. Totally. You know, it's like it's always a surprise that they're there and it's like, oh shit, like <laughs> Chris Delia is just performing right now. Yeah. Awesome. Right there. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, and even 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 more, it's like they're all hanging out in the hallway in the back. Yeah. And then, like, you go down and take a piss, and they're all just like hanging out over there, just shooting the shit, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, like normal. LA, LA teaches you a lot of things, and I think one thing that is just understood here, um, above most other places, is that people are just people. You know? Yeah. Like, it's it's like, uh, you know, the first time that you go to a zoo and you see a fucking zebra, and you're like, oh my god, that's a zebra. But if you move somewhere where there's zebras you're just gonna get numb to it you know like right, right, right i think a lot of people with like a heightened uh social status generally move here because they know that people don't give a fuck you know like you're not yeah. gonna get stopped for a photo as often as you are anywhere else because everyone that lives here is like okay i get it like we yeah, right. we live four blocks from each other like we go to the same restaurant on mondays type shit <laughs> right right no yeah it's an interesting perspective it's just the new normal and that's that's life out there now are you originally from la I'm from santa barbara oh cool so you've been in the west coast your entire life interesting um now easier to say was one of the first songs that i, I heard from mm -hmm. you and i mean it's it was just on a loop in my head that you know the first time i heard it so where where did that come from was that like a, a big breakup for you or how, how did that come about uh <laughs> i mean it's a pretty crazy story um so well, let's hear it sure <laughs> um i really was in love with this girl 
and um you know we were seeing each other casually for like i don't know how long at that point but uh we hit a rough patch and in that rough patch i went and uh was hanging out with a friend of mine and uh and i realized like oh my god like you she's a really dope chick as well and i'm like oh you really need to meet this girl like i i think you guys would would really get along and i introduced them and um and they ended up just like falling in love and just dating and um yeah and and the girl that i was in love with uh ended up like just completely writing me off for a minute and i was just like so so pissed about it that i wrote that song and uh all, all the ly- i changed all the lyrics like two or three four five i don't know four months ago um from what they originally were originally they were a lot more obviously about that and i'm like you know what like i think the sentiment of you know fuck that bitch is easier to say than i love you is is something that i i should probably make a little bit more universal and you know, I you know yeah, what's interesting totally. is I I get a lot of people saying that that song meant a lot to them or that that song you know was was the record that like kind of opened their eyes and I I feel detached from it now which is such a strange thing like I I wish that I still felt connected to that uh, emotion because like I, I guess I just wrote it so long ago or like the way that I feel about like the way that I respond to things has changed so much that I, I just don't even relate to it anymore. You know, like, yeah, I think, I think it, now it feels like it's more a, a, a testament to the way that most people um, respond to pain is by, you know, out, out of fear. It's being like, no, I, I never even cared about this person. Like, shit, right, shit doesn't right. matter. Denial. You know, but it, yeah, denial. And it's like, vulnerability is just so scary you know people are so it's like i don't i I think i think better actors and better actors i said everyone is so afraid of how they feel and that that line to me is like one of the most relevant to my life that i that i've found you know is that like Mm -hmm. we really are terrified of our emotions and we're we're terrified of, of ourselves to the point where like anytime that even i have like a moment of solitude where I'm not talking to someone or I'm not working on something, I'll immediately pick up my phone and like go to social media, like absentmindedly. I don't even think about it, you know? And it's because, yeah, no, and like I, I started thinking about it a few weeks ago and I'm like, like, what, where does that come from? Where, where does that, that react, the response come from? And I, I realized that it probably came out of fear. It was like this fear of thinking about it things you know thinking for yourself and like internalizing your emotions and and what you know what 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 you're thinking yeah dude people don't typically want to go there they don't ever want to face that and i'll tell you like i think that if you don't face the things that are bothering you or the things that you regret or you know Whatever that is, I think they they come out and they manifest themselves in some sort of negative way, whether that be in disease or anxiety or, you know, depressed states or, you know, uh, hormonal imbalances or whatever the case is. I totally think that if you don't deal with those things that make you afraid or make you frustrated and you let them sit, it's just a matter of time before that that bomb kind of ticks 
or you know you get that urge or whatever and something happens negatively in in your life because you're not dealing with that shit yeah i think most people forget a lot of the time how directly connected our emotions and our physical state are because on a day-to-day basis like you're not dealing with drastic emotions or at least most people aren't i i try to deal with drastic emotions every day like you know what i mean like I want to yeah, put yourself through the ringer a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Or just like be in a, in a heightened state of energy even where like it's, it really is just about outlook, man. And like, if you can, if you can change the way that you look at things, you can change the way that you experience life, you know, like it, it really is just a matter of like staying curious and staying bewildered and interested by things. Like it'll, it'll change your life, you know? And for me, it's like, I, I try to wake up every day just stoked not and and I try to stay off of my phone for at least an hour when I get up except for like if my managers texted me um, good advice yeah because it really is important to just check in with yourself I, I actually have, have gotten out of this habit but um, I I usually write in a journal every morning and every night and uh, and just check in with like my uh emotional and mental state and it's important to be honest with yourself when you do that shit like great advice yeah i i think i i changed up what i do now i wake up and i just grab my guitar and i i just press record and um because that that way i i'm not allowed to consider what i'm going to say you know it's happening so quickly that that i don't have that parachute that i would have if i was writing it out where I can like lie to myself a little bit or like sugarcoat things, you know, and not be as, as honest, you know, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm just like, you know, here, like, like I am right now, like I'm watching this clock tick and I'm like, shit, like everything that I'm saying right now is being logged and it's, you know, it's, it's permanent, you know, and it's also visceral and it's real. Like this is, this is an unfiltered and probably very muddled, and all over the place uh, representation of, of the inner workings of my brain right now. Nonetheless, quality advice is coming out through that. And uh, I think, you know, <clears throat> it's a good message that people need to be reminded of. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, 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 you know, be more authentic. Be be honest with yourself because, uh, I don't know, I think I think honesty, truth, gratitude, love – um, all that stuff is, is one, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like all part of the same type of structure. And, um, you know, the more you express those types of things, the more you kind of create an environment that's suitable for you and your growth and the, and the growth of the people around you, you know, what for I'm real. and, and when you don't be honest, when you're, you're doing the job that, you know, you're just doing because it's what society has told you and you're not thinking for yourself or, you know, now you're starting to find, you know, just minuscule things wrong with your life because you want to complain or whatever the case is, like, or, you know, you're not even aware of why you're complaining, but you're just doing it because it's, you know, life's too comfortable for you at the moment. Like, again, you're gonna, you're gonna explode in some way, shape or form. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's just not, it's not healthy to live that way. And and in some way it'll, it'll like I said, it'll manifest, but the, the authenticity is key. And that's why I do this show. That's why I reach out to people like you. 
to spread a message like this because we're in we're in the best time to be alive right now i think you know like we we live on this fucking planet that's amazing you know we have the ability to communicate share information instantaneously travel quickly uh you know we have the opportunity to to build and you know the one thing that's weird is that we have to like pay for stuff and make money which skews i think the psyche for a lot of people but like you were saying if you can find a way to kind of like, you know, find something that you'd love the journey enough, you know, mm-hmm. eventually, uh, you know, you trust that the money will be there. You know what I'm saying? Eventually it'd be there. Um, but that's the only thing that makes me a little weird is like the whole like money system. But I, I, I learned something the other day from somebody named Paul check. I mentioned him earlier. He says money is energy. Yeah. Money's, so like, money's just, en- money's just freedom. You know, money is choice. Yeah. yeah. But, but so is time. Yeah. Like, to, it, totally. It's it's funny because like it's the same way that time is money. It's like you can exchange depending on what you're doing an hour for for ten dollars. You can exchange an hour for ten thousand dollars depending on what you're doing. You know, and it's like yeah. Once you have that, it's it's literally just freedom. It's just a, it's a, it's a choice of what you're going to do. Are you going to use it for yourself? Are you going to use it for other people? Are you going to you know? Are you going to create a legacy with it, or are you just going to you know, go buy a whole bunch of useless shit. Just or accumulate a whole bunch of it and be the greediest mother. Yeah, no, but know, it's, also, it's also just like, like aside from money, it's like what you do with your time every single day is, is so important. Like second mm-hmm. to second, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy to me how much, how much of our lives we spend doing absolutely nothing for anyone. Like not even not even just doing shit for ourselves. Like that's, that's what blows my mind. Like every time that I turn on, I I try not to watch like shows or anything like very often. Um, I did watch game of Thrones, but like generally, generally speaking, like I, I get like stricken by fear, honestly. Like it scares me to think about like watching a show because I, 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 I've always had this like, very, very clear vision of like this rabbit hole and this like vacuum of time, just like sucking out while you're, while you're doing things that don't serve anybody or serve even yourself. Like it's okay to be self-serving sometimes, but like when you're watching shows or like, you know, just that, that I, ah, man, yeah, that shit really gets to me because it's like so important to make sure that your time is, is not being wasted. It's the one thing that you, that you have, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It's a, it's, and it's a balance act. You know, you got to make sure that, you know, you are spending the time wisely to add value to people, add value to yourself, build a relationship with yourself. Like you were saying, that's a very, very important relationship to build. And a lot of people stray away from it. You know, they just kind of go through the motions. And a lot of times that, that watching TV is that, you know, and a lot of people have the mindset of that, that TV time is their escape or whatever the hell, you know what I'm saying? That's dope dope, though. But like, I don't know, just historically, like if you wanted to escape, you had to read, you know, or you had to write, there wasn't, there wasn't television, at least, at least with, with reading, it's a lot more of an internal process. You know, it's like you, you have to create a lot more, of the dialogue and a lot more of, you know, the, the, uh, the, just the, the imagery, every, everything like it's, you're, you are the director, you are the, this, the, 
you know, the, the person designing these scenes and everything. And, and like with, with movies, I think it's just a, a way to check out, you know? Yeah. I love, totally uh, don't get me wrong. Though, I'm a cinephile. Like I think movies are the best way to waste time. I just, I just think that that's really what it is aside from great art. Do you ever, do you ever get inspired? By Hell movies? yeah. Like do you ever? Hell I mean, yeah. And like, I don't mean to, to bag on, on it at all. Like I, I recognize that it's, it's a, it, more complex art than than music is you know like it's just to me um i see myself using it as an escape a lot of the time and wanting like if if i'm you know thinking about uh shit too much like i i i'll use you know a a tv show or or a movie as like a, a avenue to to kind of escape that uh that process Yeah, and I just don't. I don't think that that's a good way to do it. Like it doesn't. You 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 just come out of the other end of it like not any better, and not, you haven't resolved your issues. I think it's a good Kickstarter, you know, but it's not a good crutch. That's I guess that's yeah. a good way to put it. It's like it's a great way to incite emotion and, and to like spark something, you know. Like I I watch shit mm-hmm. constantly. And I'm like, oh my god, like that was brilliant. That was beautiful. Like these these things like woke me up, and now I want to go write about this. But a lot of the time, it's like. I start thinking about shit and then I go there. It, it has to come from the other side of it. You know, like I, I just, I'm, I'm such an advocate for like, even when it's painful, like living your truth and like, you know, confronting your, your issues and, and writing about it and like, and marking your, your process and your progress. Cause like, that's, what's crazy is if you, if you write about your depression or your, your, like your anxiety or, you know, whatever it is that's on your mind and you, you continue to do that. And then you come out of it. Then you look back and you're like, Holy shit. Like, that's crazy. Like I was that person, you know, you, you, you have this like sense that you have the ability to have this sense of pride because you're like, damn, like I have progressed so much as a person, like this is who I was, you know, and I was honest with myself. So I'm able, I was able to look at it and see what the problems were. You know, that's why with my music, like, I always try to be so honest with myself and like, you know, I, I I think this is a pretty normal, uh, statement, but like you you always say the truth will set you free. And it really does, man. Like, like Mm -hmm. I was hung up on my ex for a minute. And as soon as I wrote in the song, I'm still in love with the girl. It was like the next day I woke up and I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm good. You know, like I, I'm free of this and it's, it's, you know, it's this really therapeutic thing, just writing things out. People don't realize the power of the sure. pen. Like that shit will set you free. Oh, just dude. putting, so it's like manifestation. It's putting that shit out into the universe. You know, you like, you keep it inside you and it's, it's just like festering and it's toxic. And then you just like, you know, let it go. And all of a sudden you're, you're, yeah. you're free, you're lighter. You can feel it. You know, you feel powerful. It's empowering. Oh yeah. Like it, I, I read somewhere that, you know, that the, the thought, the idea in your subconscious uh, comes out through your hand as you write it down and then it becomes in your conscious mind and you're just way more likely to carry out something or like become at peace with something when it's written down on paper. It's totally therapeutic. And uh, yeah, it's something I'm very adamant about and I, and I talk regularly about is journaling and and, you know, writing out goals and having like a, you know, a schedule where you have weekly affirmations and, you know, you reflect on the good things that happened the week before and the, the, the things that you want to get going the week, you know, 
the next week going on and you know there's a satisfaction in like kind of checking off the boxes and and doing things um you know it's again a balance act with with that type of shit too you know what i'm saying it's like sometimes you you do it and other times like oh you fall off the wagon a little bit but then you got to keep yourself in check uh but yeah writing is, is, is super good how how much does uh that type of therapeutic writing end up in a song does it happen regularly uh let me see what i put out yeah i i mean like <laughs> most most of the stuff that i'm sitting on is there's literally just journal entries you know like i try to i try to make all all the songs that i put out more or less like that. I think a few of these aren't aren't quite nail on the head. Better actors is a good representation of that. Twenty four is a pretty good representation of that. Um, let's see. So all these songs, model that are, student, easier to say. All these songs that are out on SoundCloud right now, these all came out within the last year. Yeah, dude, the sound the sound is is legit. I really think that what you got going on is something super special. And just kind of having this conversation with you, I can tell, I can tell why it is. I mean, like you're, you're very chill and, and you're, you're introspective and you're aware of these things and it's, it's extremely powerful. And Thank it, you, brother. It, 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 yeah, totally dude. It brings out a product that resonates with other people living truthfully, I think. And uh, it's just a pot. It's a positive vibe thing. And I think if, if people, um, you know, don't live truthfully and have, you know, different types of negatives that, that go through. I think that this, this type of music will like infiltrate that negative thought process and, and turn it into something positive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it, I think it is that type of powerful shit. Um, but yeah, man, like, you know, we've been talking for an hour and I definitely want to respect your time. I really appreciate you coming on, on the show and, and, and dropping this knowledge. I think it's, it's value for people. It's inspiration for people. I'm definitely a bigger fan now that I've kind of gotten to know you through this hour. No, you caught me on so, a lazy day, man. This is, <laughs> this is so not my standard energy level. I just was up until like seven in the studio last night and then I had someone stay over. So I got minimal sleep. I got, I yeah, didn't get you, my seven yeah, no, hours. You killed it. No, oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I think this is my first podcast as as Grady, so this is really exciting. It's been it's been interesting. The way I've never Zencaster, I've never seen this. For those of you that are listening, there's there's two sound waves, and it's it's been it's, it's been like just recording out each of ours individually, and it it just looks like like a game of tennis or something like. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like it goes from you to me, and then to you to me. It's interesting. Yeah, it totally is interesting. But you know what? I've connected with so many different people all over the world and have I've had pretty interesting conversations and uh, you know, I get impacted. It's it's so it's so fun for me to kind of pick a creative brain like like yours and like go to work tomorrow and do my thing and like take some of whatever it is that you got going on with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like use it in, in my work and I'm I'm definitely going to be more excited about having that unpredictability, you know, waver in my life and being more comfortable with that, uh, the, the unpredictable, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, uh, the, the foreseeable, this foreseeable, foreseeable future that I don't really know, like what's going to happen. Yeah. It's, it, and, and it's cool. And you know what? Um, I hope, I hope that, you know, you had a good experience on the podcast, even though it was just like, uh, you know, these lines and these two, uh, these two, no, uh, this audio has been shit. Awesome, but, I, um, my friends, well, my, one of my friends once uh, once said, I mean, I know this is a normal thing to say as well, but it, it really stuck with me. I think it was the context that 
kind of concreted it in. It was, uh, if you, if you always leave things better than you found them, you'll find that you'll, you're much happier in life just in general. And, uh, yeah. And you having this podcast is, is one of those things, you know, man, like you're, you're putting things out in the world that have the ability to, to impact people and, and improve their lives. And that's, that's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally, man. It's a, it's a, it's a way that I've, uh, you know, it's another avenue that I can educate and teach and then show, show something authentic and hopefully inspire kids to live every day like Saturday as opposed to the Monday through Friday bullshit grind. Uh, and living more authentic. It was like, like this conversation was, was something that aligns up totally with what, what is the message I'm trying to send. So it's just, I'm glad that it came out that way. Now, uh, I know that it's been about an hour, but one, one more thing that, and it may, it may go off on a tangent, but because you're so like talking about living truthfully and unconventional life, what do you, what are your thoughts on consciousness and psychedelic drugs? That's a great question. Um, who was I? I was just talking about this like yesterday. That's so funny. Um, so I've only taken mushrooms. I've never done. Oh, I guess I've done acid, but it was sort of unintentional. Um, and those two are, are similar, yeah. despite the fact that LSD is an eight-hour type psychedelic, and and uh, you know the mushrooms are four yeah. to five hours. I think I mean, I, so. I grew up with like really amazing and supportive parents you know like the type of parents that are like you know if you're gonna drink at the party just call me and i'll pick you up i'm not gonna be mad and like i didn't drink for all of high school i didn't i smoked like three times i and i always got panic attacks so like i've always kind of just had this innate fear of of drugs and uh and i remember for my friends i don't know 21st birthday 22nd somewhere around there um all he wanted to do was uh, take mushrooms. We got we got him tickets to this rapper, and uh, and all he wanted to do was take mushrooms. And it just so happened that uh, one of my other best mates um, had had mushrooms with him, and and he was like, "Listen, like I would never pressure you into doing anything, but you should know that like I will walk you through this entire experience, and you'll be totally fine." I'm like all right, like, let's take a, let's take a leap. And, and, uh, it was, it was one of the most eye opening and wonderful experiences I've, I've had. I mean, like I felt so connected to the people that I was, that I was with. I, I learned a lot about myself. You know, there's a lot of introspection that goes into, um, mushrooms, at least for me, like it was, it was wild. And then I, I went back to the beach and I was painting and it was, and like, it was, it was awesome. It was, and ever since then, like, I've been a big advocate for at least mushrooms. Like I've, I heard that they're trying to legalize it in Oregon and maybe in California and and Colorado. And I, I couldn't, uh, couldn't support that more. I, I I don't understand how something like alcohol is legal and something like mushrooms aren't, you know? Yeah, totally. It's decriminalized in in Colorado. And yeah, it, it it is. And there's a lot of benefits that are out there, obviously. Dude, it's crazy. No, it, it really is. Like I, I know a lot of, uh, really successful people that microdose it regularly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's something they do like every two to three days where they take, you know, I'm not sure what the dosage is for micrograms or uh, microdosing, but yeah, man, people say that it enhances the way they process information. It's, it's almost like uh, you know, a super nootropic. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, uh, psilocybin is something that obviously is very taboo and people don't really understand the effects. And yeah, but that's, I think that's what the fear comes from is the unknown. You know, you hear these horror stories and, and, uh, you know, I heard them too. Like it, it just kind of sticks with you and, and, uh, inevitably, like people are going to be scared of things that they don't know, you know? Yeah, totally, totally. And, you know, there's, there's a learning curve with, with this type of stuff. And as society becomes more, aware of this type of information like again another part of my podcast is like breaking down these things in a, in a simplistic form that's unbiased and and talking about the positives talking about the negatives and you know getting people to understand from somebody who's you know uh you know uh, of of uh of credibility you know what i'm saying i'm not like yeah. this this delinquent or, or somebody that's that uh you know does well, yeah that's fucking that's drugs. not a misconception yeah exactly so like i'm trying to like you, you know talk about these things and, and the reason why i ask is because like when when we break down all these psychedelics like mushrooms lsd mdma is another thing that eventually will be legal and it will be used in clinics with uh yeah with uh you know somebody who's uh chaperoning or whatever you know a shaman or something someone like that someone who could like kind of guide you through a guide basically yeah and uh you know they're saying that 70 percent of patients who are were doing the, the mdma trials that were uh that had ptsd or depression or anxiety were becoming cured of those things within three trials or three sessions worth which is interesting and you know people just look at it as a party drug but the reason why i asked like i said i I'm coming to the conclusions and I don't know shit, right? I'm just a guy, but uh, I'm coming to the conclusions that psychedelics kind of, you know, take down our borders from consciousness and bring us with what the, you know, our, our spirit realm is, you know what I'm saying? Outside of this reality. And the more we talk about love and truth and, and, you know, living honestly and all that shit, I feel the more we can kind of connect with that spirit, that energy yeah. that's beyond this realm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. I, yeah. And I think, and I think psychedelics can teach, the, teach us those things. And, you know, you said you've had profound experiences or like, you know, you learned about yourself and you had a connection with the people that you were around. Like, these are all good things. And these are all very uh, uh, good ways to kind of approach those types of things. Obviously, I'm not advocating for anyone to do psychedelics. However, the people that do do it and they do report these, these, these positives, these positives. I mean, uh, all, all I'll say is, is there's highly functioning first world places where these things are legal and there's no downsides to it. Yeah. And some of the most brilliant people that I've ever met regularly use these things in place of drugs that were made in, you know, a, a, a pharmacy or in, you know, like uh, artificially, right. you know, and we're putting, we're putting things in our bodies every, every single day to regulate our emotions and regulate our, our mental state. And, you know, if, if there's something that, that is completely natural that can do that for us, I, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be, you know, acceptable for it to be an alternative. Yeah, totally. And I think it's going in that direction. Um, I just, I just feel like we need to educate the people on it and talk a little bit more about it in a simple form. Anyway, thank you for your, your in- input on that. I always find that very interesting. And like just the way that you were kind of talking, I thought maybe you'd have a unique opinion on it. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. That. 
Dude, um, what, a, what a funny, what a funny last question to get thrown. <laughs> yeah, it's something that I like to talk about, and I, I'm reluctant to ask it because sometimes people that they, they're just not very receptive to that, and sometimes when I think they might be, you know, I get like completely what if thrown I was like, off. What if I was like, "Whoa, dude, uh, <laughs> yeah, not cool." No, dude, just throw not- me a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't align, dude. It doesn't align with what I'm talking. I'm sorry, bro. I need to stop. Yeah. Anyway, uh, hey man, where can people find your stuff? Where can if they're interested in listening to your music, where where can people find you? Um, so you'll need a truffle pig, and uh, the good season to harvest is fall. Um, but aside aside from that, really just happenstance. You just kind of got to stumble on it, or you can go on Spotify or Apple Music or. Like you said, SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. No, I mean it's it's everywhere, and it's it's we're we're throwing them out pretty much every other week right now. So you can always be prepared for another record. Cool, man. Uh, I'm re- I'm really a big fan of your your work, your stuff, yeah, and now I'm even so bigger much, fan. Yeah. I got to talk to you a little bit, and uh, hopefully I can I can catch you. Uh, you know, maybe in a handful of months. Uh, on for a, sure, dude. Yeah. Yeah, just in the meantime, just keep spreading love and asking questions for yeah. real. Fuck yeah, I will. And keep writing keep writing songs and making music that will help me write better and, and, and think clear. That's and- the goal, man. I mean if if it's if it's not for me, like aside from the fact that I make this shit just to understand myself a little bit better, like I really do hope that people hear it and, and uh and you know, it wakes it wakes them up in some way. Cause that's that's what it does for me. You know, like yeah. I, I just, that's, that's my biggest, my biggest hope with these records. That's why, that's the only reason that they don't just stay on my computer is because I, I do want people to, to check in with themselves and, and make sure that they're, you know, staying conscious of, of their experience and, and living a life of love and, and gratitude at the end of the day. Dude. Amen. Let's end it right there. Grady, thank you so much for everything. And, uh, we'll definitely, uh, do this again soon. For sure, brother. Thank you so much for having me. And that's it, folks. I hope you enjoy the podcast. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about Grady and what he's about, check out his Instagram at whoinvitedgrady. And be sure to check out his music on Instagram, his music on Spotify and SoundCloud. Check it out. It's great at Grady. G-R-A-D-Y. And uh, my favorite right now is uh, What Happens. That's a catchy-ass song. What Happens is catchy. But then easier to say is like the uh, Fuck You anthem if you uh, were ever broken up with by a girl that you really loved. You know, it's a it's a good one. It should be the, the breakup anthem for, uh, for all the dudes out there this summer. You know, give them a little bit more inspiration to go ahead and... Uh, just keep on keeping on finding the find the right person it's a good song it's catchy anyway he's got a handful of other songs this episode is brought to you by action coffee obviously the fuel for life if you want to get after it in the morning you got to make sure you're drinking your action coffee go to drinkaction.com right now use promo code danny get 12 percent off at checkout home of the amplified coffee which is mct infused coffee can't go wrong with a little french press in the morning huh or in the midday whatever 
This episode is also brought to you by Well Vibes Organic CBD. If you're interested in quality organic CBD products, look no further. Check wellvibesorganic.com right now. Use promo code Danny at checkout and you get 20% off your order. The, the highest quality CBD there is in uh, solve form, in capsule form, in tincture form. It's a great way to get CBD in your system, reduce your inflammation, become a little bit more balanced so that you can see things at equilibrium and you can get the purest information from your environment, thus behaving in a way that's meant to be for you. And uh, last but not least, this podcast is also brought to you by Formula Nootropics. If you're interested in a little bit of that cognitive enhancement, pick me up. I suggest you use nootropics from Formula. Go to their website, getmyformula.com. Take the little test that they got on the website and check out which Formula nootropic stack is going to be perfect for you and your life. That's the podcast, everybody. Uh, At getmyformula.com, you can use promo code Danny at checkout and get 20% off your nootropic stack. That's what's up. These are all things that I take, folks, to get me going into the zone and just kind of in the moment so that I can just keep doing my thing, right? That's all it's about. This is how uh, the information that I'm getting is kind of getting me to project my creativity and love. And this is it. Grady's Waste is music. You know, find yours. Figure that out. We're here to help. Have fun. Peace.